Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, hosted by Brooke and Farron. Your personal growth matters, and we're here to help. Welcome to episode 26, where we'll be answering some of our frequently asked questions. Yeah, so over the course of since we've started this, we've had some questions that have popped up frequently, obviously. So we decided it's almost the end of the decade. We have two episodes left in the year. So one of them we're going to spend answering the questions we've been asked the most. Yes, I'm sure you guys have burning questions and we are going to put out that burn with these <laughs> fantastic answers. So right, get ready for this. So, And also this will help if people are just now jumping in. You haven't listened to the previous 25 episodes. You can just, here's who we are in a nutshell, sort of, slash, here are the questions we are asked a lot. Yeah, it might put some things into context for you, too. Okay, first one. How did y'all meet? Well, it was a brisk fall morning, and I saw Brooke <laughs> walking across <laughs> the college grounds. No. Right. I like how you tell it. Oh, so, (laughs) thanks. I'll just take it away. Uh, We played college soccer together, and we actually ended up being roommates and now best friends, which is awesome. But we started with, we both ended up playing, so fall camp started. We didn't know, you didn't know anybody at school, right? We were both freshmen. We were in the same year or whatever. Mm -hmm. We didn't know anyone when we got there. We played on opposite ends of the field. She was forward, I was defender. So, yeah, that's how we met. But we really didn't become, like, close, close until we were trying to survive our trip to Guatemala. (laughs) (laughs) And we had the same host family, and we couldn't eat the food they had, so we had nachos at Red's. I mean, we tried. Oh, man. There was one one meal. I know. You already know what I'm going to say. Yes. Like, it did, I... I thought it was a rat. I thought they cooked us a rat. And I wasn't trying to be offensive, but I had to have Brooke ask. It, it looked it looked very similar, except on a larger scale, like rats of Nim almost. But I mean, Farron, I don't know if you touched it at all. I think you like poked around at it. Like I actually tried to cut it, and when it wasn't cutting, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna have to like knot like a barbarian and see if it comes off. And it, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. So maybe. Uh, I don't, maybe we were just doing it wrong, I don't but know. then we just did not eat that meal. There were Sorry, other meals. Moms. There were other oh, meals. Oh, for sure. Fine. For yeah. sure. That one has forever <laughs> burned memories into my mind. That, and then when I was in Spain and I had to eat baby squid in its own ink. Oh. That's a whole nother no. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so that's how. That's when we. Really I would say got that's close. the turning point. Yeah. yeah, because then I mean. You're in a culture you've never experienced, a language that you haven't mastered. You're on your own. The -hmm. closest adult is the trip sponsor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shout out. Well, he's awesome. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) anyway, so that was good stuff. But that was the turning point. And then the year after that was our junior year. And we were roommates Mm -hmm. in our, well, sweet mates with another player and her friend. And then we had an apartment senior year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I followed Brooke back to this side of town and lived with her parents for a while before I got married. Mm-hmm. A few months that school started in August, got married in November, was trying to 
follow the traditional wishes of my parents and not, you know, move in with my husband until we got married. Yeah. So. Well, that and you were able to bank your whole paycheck for those couple nice. months. So that's awesome. Huge paycheck, you know. Oh, yeah. First year teacher paycheck. <laughs> Compared to no paycheck college. I mean, get the first one, you're like, <gasps> But it's pretty awesome outside of college to then follow your like one of your besties, and it's, then yeah, we've been in the same town ever since. Well, like we yeah. have like when we were both in Mesquite together, then we were both in we live in Forney together. So good times. Yep. So that is a long way to answer. How did we meet? <laughs> well, it was important that they know. That's true. <laughs> There's the whole background. Okay, this is another question we get pretty frequently. Who's witty and who's gritty? Because it's witty and gritty. And so some people will ask, okay, well, which one's witty and which one's gritty? Mm-hmm. And our answer is we're both both. That's right. We are both witty and we are both gritty. And we think that that's what's, you know, required to get to where you want to be. You got to use your wit and your grit. And that's, so that is, the very next question is, how do we come up with the name? So... We were sitting in Starbucks, and we were trying to figure out, <laughs> we were running through everything that we could think of, like, what is this going to be about? What do we feel called to do? How are we going to name that? Yeah. And I don't even know. I'm glad we, we were... picked a good name that night, because now we've learned so much more about coming up with a product and a brand. Right. That I'm kind of glad we had that early on, because I think we would have tried to come up with something you know, I don't know that we would have ever chosen anything, but mm-hmm. you had several great ideas, and I had several. I haven't written not down somewhere serious ideas. Well, I think it came <laughs> down to like, okay, this has to be something. Like, what are some attributes that we have, and maybe that'll go. Oh yes, together because we're like nice and wait, you're nice, but <laughs> and we think we're hilarious. Yeah, we couldn't come up with our own attributes for ourselves. So I was mm. like, Brooke, you're all these amazing things. And you're like, well, you're these okay kind of things. Oh, right, right, whatever. <laughs> no, you were flattering me. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's, once Once we said it, we were just like, oh, that's the one. Because yeah. I remember we sat and we thought, and that was not our first meeting about no. trying to figure out the name. And we were praying about it and what are we going to do? And it just was obvious whenever we said it. We're like, Yes. It might have been harder than naming my own kids. Yes, I agree with that. Because there's that whole can't name it after a student kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I know that feeling too well. Okay. The next question is, how did you get started with this? So even how did the wherewithal to, this mm-hmm. is a thing. Oh, we're supposed to do this thing. And then all the way up until where we are right now. Yeah, we get questions about different parts of the process, mm-hmm. so instead, we'll start, keep it brief, but start from the very get-go mm-hmm. and kind of get y'all up to where we are today. So I think it was, we we are both creatives, like we enjoy that, that's a fun thing, you're really good at scrapbooking, I, I don't know. Imagination would be mine if I yes. had to pick a thing. Uh, so then, we were both feeling like there was something that we were lacking, not because we weren't doing something we shouldn't be doing, but it was more of we were feeling the nudge to kind of put our feelers out there. Do more. Yeah. In a different way. And we didn't know what that was or what that looked like. So in your head, you were secretly thinking it, or it had dabbled in your mind. Same with me. And then again, it was one of those Starbucks dates where we were just catching up, and then we both said it out loud, and we're like, wait, 
you were thinking that? You were thinking that? So then, again, another one of those moments where we're like, yes, okay. Yeah. We had both gotten into podcasts and um, some different influencers and personal growth people, and we just felt like, wow, we feel like we could do this. Um, we might not be whatever, everyone's cup of tea or whatever, but we think there's lots of people that we can help, and we're passionate about it. Um, and if we're learning, people can learn too. Right. And so we thought that'd be the greatest venue way to get it started and then have, we continue to have big dreams for the future. Mm -hmm. So I guess we were in November, I have it written down again in this one little journal. I have it over to the side. I should probably have gotten that out before we started, but I had the date when we, I wrote down witty and gritty. It was in November. We just talked about it and at New Year's Eve, y'all come over on New Year's Eve, just Mm -hmm. hanging out at the house. And we decided that night, okay, we're going to buy microphones. Yeah. (laughs) They're (laughs) ring-shaped. So we bought microphones to kick off the new year. And we're like, all right, this because that was like making a statement. Like, okay, we feel like we're called to do this. We feel like we need to do this. So we're going to act upon it. And then we bought microphones. Yes. Spending money is a great way to show commitment. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. Especially after Christmas when you're like, oh. Yeah. We continue to show our commitment. Right, yes. Um, So then, January to May was kind of like a whirlwind because we both are in charge of certain things in our other jobs that it dominates that season. And so we didn't really get to working on the site and all that kind of stuff until the end of the school year. And then dove right into it. And as soon as summer hit, yeah. I'm pretty impressed with what we did accomplish in those first few months, given our prior knowledge. Yeah, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we had to learn and teach ourselves all of this. It's not like we had a background in any of Anything producing or... technology. Yeah. I mean, I can do, like, Google Classroom and, yes. you know, teacher technology. Right. But, but not, like, mm-mm. production of a podcast. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So YouTube um, is a powerful tool for sure. Yeah, and then that's pretty much where we are today. That's how we've gotten from A to B. And then we've just continued to consume material from other people, experts mm-hmm. in the field. There's so much free stuff out there. Um, as you start doing whatever your passion might be, uh, other people that are already in your circle kind of rise up and are like, "Hey, do you know that I do this?" Like. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I do this on the side. Would you like help? And so that's been really neat to see, too, um, all the help we've got. Um, My brother-in-law, Takaki, he is in website and marketing, and so he's helped us. Uh, Different IT people at school have given us suggestions whenever we've run into um, some technical issues. Um, And again, like we've said in previous episodes, you can find mentors through different people online, different YouTubers, uh, different bloggers that put out helpful hints and tools. So, yeah, so there's, you can hunt and peck like we did because of just our constraints. We had just different parts of our lives. That's just all we could handle right then. But there are also things that you can pay for. Like we invested in a business uh, program and that's, they are handing you a toolkit. Like, I've, I have searched all these things and researched this and done all this. So instead of you having to do this for however many years, here is my toolkit. Mm-hmm. So that's been extremely beneficial. 
someone who's gone before us and someone who's willing to teach you and work with you and you can have lifetime access to it. So mm-hmm. that's extremely helpful. If you're being honest, a lot of the times while you might stop um, a project is because maybe you're not seeing the results as fast as you'd like. And so just knowing that there's different resources out there to help expedite that, it's still mm-hmm. not like overnight success. But um, there are, no, wouldn't that be nice? Mm. (laughs) But there are different resources and people out there to help you down that road. Right. Yeah, I would say one of the biggest hurdles with that is we don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. So even in investing investing in the program that we did, there was all the stuff that I had no idea was even a thing. And then looking into it, I'm like, whoa, okay, so this is important, and mm-hmm. we have to have this, and like whether it's compliance with the law, like there are certain laws we have to follow, there's contracts we have to have, so different things like that. We didn't know what we don't know, mm-hmm. and all we can do is all we can do, so getting that toolkit and using it. Yeah, and helpful. I wouldn't let that deter you. I would just say that, you know, sometimes your fear to get something started is the unknowns, but if you just know that that's part of the process. Well, and everyone's done it. Everyone's been there. Yeah. Learn from other people's Mm -hmm. mistakes, Mm -hmm. but know that you're going to make them too. Yeah. And that's part of the process. Okay. Next question. (laughs) How do you have time for this? We don't. (laughs) correct Baron. we have zero time and let's go ahead and add the word energy yes uh yeah times a million um i heard a uh quote the other day um it's by les brown and it says hope in the future is power in the present hope in the future is power in the present so that i think is what motivates us to create the content and do everything, all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, we really have hope that this is a calling and that we're fulfilling a bigger purpose, and uh, we're really passionate about it. So um, we stay out late on Friday nights. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Work late hours, early mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, try to entertain the kids to get a couple things done. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know we've had some Facebook Lives where our kids are there, or we're hiding in a closet, or we're in a car driving, or... Yes. It's real life. Yeah. So, we... Friday nights is usually when we do a bulk, because that's the only night... That's the only time slot we have, and we have to wait till the kids go to bed, or um, the husband's takeover. Yeah. And that, you know, people talk about mom guilt, and so... One option is to start working when they go to bed. The other part about that is you're the mom, so when they go to bed, you're exhausted. Right. But um, that's been a sweet spot. I haven't felt too, too much mom guilt because we have tried to make that a priority of working when they're asleep, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's inevitable. Well, that and it's if we have hopes of anything, we have to put the work in. Mm-hmm. So what that's every minute counts kind of thing. So if you can stay up 10 more minutes to finish a post or read a chapter or whatever it is, mm-hmm. then stay up the 10 dang minutes. Or and, and that's hard. That's taken a lot of discipline on our parts. A lot of times we're exhausted. You've worked yeah. an entire week. and So the mom life, the workout life, the mm-hmm. teacher life, and then Friday night when you're probably the most exhausted mm-hmm. is when it needs to be go time. Yep. Yeah. And so my oldest, she asks different times, 
and she thinks it's pretty cool what we're doing. Um, and you know, I, I communicate it with her. Like I go when you guys are sleeping that way, I don't have to be gone when you're awake. And she's like, Oh, so, you know, they, they are aware when you're gone or whatever, but you can just continue to talk to them Mm -hmm. about it. And she thinks it's pretty cool that we're doing what we're passionate about. And what they see is mom works hard for us kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So Sloan's a night owl. So sometimes I'll be at my office. I just pull up a TV tray on the couch Mm -hmm. and Morgan's probably watching a show, but that way we're still together. But yeah. uh, So I'm working on my computer and we got her just a a random keyboard for her birthday and she'll pull it up and she'll start typing with me. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm building a future too. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You can't make that any more perfect. So yeah. I guess I had said that at one point. She's like, but I want to build a future. What would you do if I have? If I'm like, Sloan, it's 10, you got to go to bed. But I want to build a future. I'm like, yes, you can. In your dreams tonight. <laughs> I love it. So it's, it's cool that they do see that and do pick up on it. So mm-hmm. they want to so badly record on the microphone. We'll have to do an episode. Oh, interviews with, with the tiny humans. Man. That okay. could be fun. Let's not forget that. Write it down. Someone help us remember. Okay, next question. What are your daily disciplines? Okay, so Farron, think typical typical working week. Mm. So if you can, and I know different things are on different days. Yes. So you can either take the busiest day or like a usual day. What, yes. what does that usually look like? Or is it one of those things like you got to try to do these five things? I love to sleep, but I hate waking up feeling rushed. So I wake up at five and I have to get myself ready by six to then do the rest of the get out of the house routine. But I spend a while like I'll turn my alarm off and I'm just going to lay there and wake up. And then as I'm brushing my teeth, I try to think about, okay, what's today? What do I need to do? But I move very slow and sometimes I just (laughs) sit on the floor. I can't believe I'm saying this. Sometimes I just sit there on the floor in my bathroom just to Wake up and pep talk myself and just a slow morning before everyone else wakes up, before I have to start not arguing with the kids, but you know, they're tired. They don't want to go, but you have to be the positive and upbeat one. So it's kind of like pregame. Like when you're in the locker room before a game or whatever, you know, you just kind of want that time to yourself, maybe different people, different players, but just that time, sometime I listen to a podcast, sometimes I listen to the music, sometimes I listen to the daily audio Bible. It just depends, but just get my mind right. Yeah. And so that's pretty much how every day starts and after that it's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the nighttime routine is just get the tiny humans to bed and try to catch up with the husband and mm-hmm. then fall asleep somewhere in the conversation. Yes. Yep. That's the daily routine. Okay. Yes. I I like that because it's similar. It's, we have a lot of similarities there. So mine is, I try to get everything ready the night before. If it can go in the car that night, it goes in the car. So like all the kids lunches, put them in the fridge. So they're ready. Or that depends on if they go to school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if it's not a school day, then I don't have to get all the backpacks and all the stuff ready. Um, because Morgan is, he does the morning routine with the kids every single morning. So he starts his day late so that he can do that because I'm already gone. So way to go, Morgan. So mine is if it's a workout day. So I try to work out two days a week in the morning at my gym. 
and the class starts at five. Oh my, I'm so it's, proud of you. Again, it's atrocious, but what, I, when else am I going to do it? I mean, it, I can go for a run after Morgan gets home, and then, yeah, sure, but if I'm wanting to get weights, cardio, CrossFit stuff done, I can't go to the evening classes. I have to go. That's the only option. Yeah. So if it's a workout day, then I wake up at 4.30 and then get workout clothes on, go work out in my sleep, and then I get ready for work. And then, like you said, it's a surprise. And then after work, get the kids, dinner, and then all the evening stuff, whether it's play with them or if it's practice, they have practice, or if it's a church thing or... If it's book study night for me, then we have that the mon- that every other Monday night routine of Morgan comes home early so that I can go to book study, that sort of thing. So yeah, but on my commute to work, so from the point I wake up until I get to work, I listen to the Daily Audio Bible app, and I sometimes I just want to listen to Christmas music or whatever, but I'm <laughs> yeah. like, no, you got to do this first. Mm-hmm. So that way it's sitting on the back burner all day kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and that's taken a lot of practice too. But I had this mindset shift maybe a couple weeks ago where I was like, starting my day like this, it it is helping Mm -hmm. and it is perking me up and it is creating those uh, positive things. So now I'm a fan of waking up early ish. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of a fan. I'm not a hater anymore. Yeah. I'm average to it. Uh, hey, it's a start. Mm. I guess the only other routine, too, on the way to school is we listen to Jesus music until we drop the baby off. And then my kiddos... And then you turn on the gangster rap. Uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Once my oldest started asking questions about the lyrics, I realized, uh, yep. like, oh, okay. okay, well, time to turn that uh. off. Um But then we listened to Disney Station on Pandora, and it's really helped my kids with their anxiety because they don't say it's anxiety, but it's a stomach ache and a headache, and you can Mm -hmm. just feel their energy. But how can you have anxiety when you're singing your favorite Disney songs? That's right, because it's magical. And then they're like, oh, but I wanted to finish that song. And so it's not like a fight, but Mm -hmm. you just know they're not thinking and worrying so much anymore. So That's a good idea. I have to remember that for later. That is our song routine. I like it. Um, Okay, next question, unless you wanted to talk anymore on that. Okay. Next question is, what books are next? We're not telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine, fine. Well... Which one do you want to say first? Um, let's the first one? Yeah, first one first. So, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown is mm-hmm. what we're going to start the new year off with. And I got to say, it has really challenged me. Yeah. Especially as a non-feeler. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all haven't heard Enneagram episode oh. on numbers 8, 9, and 1. I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> that will tell you a lot more oh. about us, too. So yeah, that's, I think it'll be really challenging, not, I mean, for you guys, yeah, but for sure, on the other end of the mic is us, and it has, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is Everything's Figure Outable. Mm-hmm, Marie Forleo. Mm-hmm. So that one's going to be good. And if that doesn't sound optimistic, <laughs> what is, yes. Uh, and then? The last one is Switch on Your Brain by Carolyn Leaf. Yep, and so Carolyn Leaf, that goes back to grit. Angela Duckworth studied, worked under, all mm-hmm. that stuff. 
with her. So that will be cool too. So we're starting off with those three and we'll leave the rest a mystery for now. Yeah. You yeah. have to stay tuned. Yes. So that'll be good. And as always, if you have something you think we need to read or if you want to talk about it or discuss it or if you're like, I need something on this topic, send it to us. We love the Listener's Choice episodes. We love doing the different book series, but it is fun to get to talk about. Not something random per se, but anything that you guys feel a need for. Right. All right, and the last question we're going to get to today is... What do you do when you don't know your next steps? So we've seen this one pop up frequently with, I'm either stuck in this job I don't want to do, or I'm in this situation I don't know how to handle it, or I feel like something's missing. It's been all those types of questions. So we've compiled that into what do you do when you don't know what to do, or when you don't know your next steps. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really common, especially if... um, You know you're unhappy where you're at, and you want to do something about it, right? And But then you're like, but I don't have a direction. Or some people have a direction, but maybe it's really vague, and they're not sure that it can match the income, or what have you. Or they're concerned, what if I get into this field, and then it's not what I thought it was going to be, and now I'm back in the same situation. Right. Yeah, so we did come up with a Passions and Giftings Finder, and what that does, it just gives you your first baby steps. So we want you guys to, if that's how you're feeling right now, you don't know what to do next, get the download it. We're going to link it in the show notes, but that way you can actually download it, work on it. All it does is it matches up things that you enjoy doing and with things that you are good at doing, and it matches those up, and then from there you can dabble around with how to go about what your next steps are. Yep, and the different series that we've already done, um, they have different strategies in there as well with Mm -hmm. setting bottom-level goals, middle-level goals, and higher-level goals through the GRIT series, Um, the 15 Invaluable Laws of Personal Growth. We also had great suggestions in those episodes Mm -hmm. to get you started. The Enneagram, I think, is very important um, because sometimes you got to recheck and find yourself. I've read somewhere that like so many times your first job is actually subconsciously or consciously what you thought your would make your parents happy, what you, what your parents wanted you to do, and then you're like, why did I choose this? It I you know anyways. That's so interesting. Going back and looking at who you are, um, why you do what you do, the Enneagram, just some personality test, but we really really back the Enneagram because it goes towards your motives and not what people see on the outside because we can all put on a good show. Right. Um, So I would start definitely with that and then um, definitely look at our passions finder and uh, or reach out to us because that is something else that we do. We can help coach and mentor you through that process um, because everyone's going to have different experiences, both background and different passions moving forward. Right. And then if you throw the religion aspect in it, if you're a Christian, there's a whole different set of parameters you're working with, too. Mm -hmm. So, again, uh, you are more than welcome to reach out to us, and we will coach you up through that. We are happy to do that. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so that concludes the 2019 FAQs. Yeah. I imagine we'll get more questions as we go in the next decade. 
Yeah. You ask them any time. We're happy to answer. Yeah, and then that way we can compile them and put them in one episode like this. But a lot of times we do just message people back, so. Yeah. But this way, if one person has this question, they're probably not the Lone Ranger. Other people are thinking it too. Yes, we do not have a team of people yet. So mm. if you message us, me, on, you, and Jesus, <laughs> if you message us on social media or send us emails, we actually read them. Yes, and the response is actually from us. Yes, and it's probably going to happen between the hours of ten p.m. and yeah, five a.m. and maybe during our lunch break uh, if we're bored. If we get a chance. if we get to eat lunch. <laughs> Just kidding. We do get our uh, thirty-minute non-duty free or duty-free. Yes. We're in compliance with the law. Always. Yes. Anywho, that's all we got to say about that. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We're going to talk about our core values of witty and gritty so that we were all on the same page. I like it. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Witty and Gritty podcast. Join us at wittyandgritty.blog where you can subscribe to our newsletter, check out our blog, and listen to more episodes. We're here to help you become your best self with a community that cares.